A reading from John 15, 24-25 If I had not done among them the works no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. As it is, they have seen, and yet they have hated both me and my Father. But this is to fulfill what is written in their law. They hated me without reason. A few days ago, uh, we were talking a little bit about history. We were talking about John Milton. We were talking about the French Revolution, the American Revolution, and the implications of these uh, epic events in uh, uh, mostly Western culture in the United States and Europe. And one of the things uh, that uh, I had thought about is in the 18th century, uh, there is this huge transformation from God being the center and, and Jesus Christ the center of Christianity uh, when actually it was replaced by the intelligentsia, uh, the kind of uh, intellectual aristocracy of the time, and they put uh, man in the center of all things, which uh, uh, it fully manifested itself in the horror of it uh, when, um, when we get into the latter part of the 19th century and into the war, the epic wars of the 20th century, and then now beyond that. And it was this, uh, Nietzsche said that God is dead, or he had written that. Uh, I don't know if he actually believed that, but a lot of people did. And it really carried into our own time uh, that man and man alone uh, is going to determine the fate of man. And it's reason that is the, the, uh, the big... Um, center of focus here, the human capacity of, of reasoning themselves out of uh, evil and in only good. In other words, they're recreating Eden. And in, in a funny kind of way, the, the intellectual aristocracy in the world today um, <clears throat> is mimicking uh, the Milton building uh, um, hell on earth, uh, that's actually uh, makes it a prophetic book in terms of what has occurred afterwards. Not the entire society, but large, important, influential parts of our society have placed everything on reason, called it science, but it's really reasoning from a platform that may have uh, nasty roots uh, in its origin. In other words, how can fallen man properly reason without the Holy Spirit? And it's, I think, just like we said, you can't love your neighbor without loving God. Reason without God is hell. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes me think of your... Um... Your quote from Nietzsche, uh, God is dead. I think most people don't read the rest of the quote. Uh, majority of people just read that first line and they think, oh, this is a triumph that Nietzsche is declaring God is dead. 
but it's actually not a triumph. Right. He's actually mourning. Mm-hmm. He's actually grieving because he's taking this, this thought to its logical conclusion. If God is dead and there is no God, then there's really, everything's completely meaningless, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I think, I don't know why it gets kind of painted in rose colored glasses, this idea, uh, this modern secularism. It's not very rosy though. Well, I, yeah, I agree. I, I remember learning that when I was young, like, oh, he didn't, he didn't like hold this up as a triumphalistic banner. God is dead. He was a philosopher, right? And he mm-hmm. was observing the tragedy of that. But I do think even if people are trying to hold that up as a banner now, you know, the modern atheists or whatever they're called, um, in a triumphalistic way. I think the the real tell though is look around at the rest of society in those societies like the West where we have rejected God. Mm-hmm. It's a really sad place to be. Mm-hmm. It's not harmonious. It's not peaceful. It's anxious and it's confused. Mm-hmm. Dangerous. Dangerous. It's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Nietzsche's being proven right. You mm-hmm. know, where God is dead, there is sorrow, mm-hmm. right? There is turmoil. And so, you know, we don't want to end on that note. So (laughs) we want to end on the note of saying, let's keep, um, like Paul said in Corinthians, let's keep being the aroma of Christ. Let's prove that wrong, that God Mm -hmm. isn't dead. God is, Jesus is alive. And let's live in the reality of that and spread that however Mm -hmm. we can to know Christ and make him known and keep doing things like this and keep doing church the way we do church and Mm -hmm. expanding uh, our regional influence and just keep proving Nietzsche and the atheists wrong in the most humble and hopefully Mm -hmm. blessing way possible. But you would admit that we are in a world where uh, the Ubermensch, which is German for the overlord. In other words, uh, if God does not exist, and this was in the uh, novels of Dostoevsky as well, if God does, uh, this was a quote from Dostoevsky. If God does not exist, uh, you have to create him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, human beings can't exist without God. But when you turn it into gods, you're you're really actually uh, poking the the beast in a way. And I, I think it's 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 one, one, you know, I, I was in that world. That's what I'm, I'm trying to say here. I was in that world. I, I'm not an intellectual, so I wouldn't think of myself, but I was very influenced, influenced by that world and all of its values, which were very ephemeral and dangerous. But those values uh, were really what I lived off of for mm-hmm. a very long time. And I, I think that that is actually makes me so much more appreciative of being within a believing church community. Um, it's, it's not just a safe place. It's the place. Mm.